Hello, hello, music makers. Welcome back to the Be Radical Make Music podcast and Happy New Year. Happy 2024. Here we are. It was my birthday yesterday. Happy birthday to me. (laughs) And I'm feeling really, really good. I'm feeling great actually in this first month of the year, which is wonderful because this time last year, I was broken. I felt so bad and I am incredibly grateful and and I've I've brought that gratitude into the new year in a big big way so I really do hope that however you're feeling however this episode is finding you that you can take a wee moment sit back and just take a load off you know just have a wee listen enjoy and if you're feeling really good great and if you're feeling a bit stressed that's okay there's space for all of our experiences. So this podcast is a wee, a wee moment, a wee island in the day for you. Maybe you're walking, maybe you're cooking your dinner. I never just listen to podcasts. I'm always doing something else. So I just assume everyone else is too. But today I want to talk about this <laughs> really common relationship dynamic that we have with our music making, this on again, off again relationship. I'm sure you know someone or have heard of someone who's got this ever so slightly volatile on again, off again relationship in their romantic life where it's really mega intense and loved up and full on and amazing and it's going to last forever and it will flip flop between that and being I never want to see you again okay I'm packing it all in I'm packing my bags I'm leaving never talk to me again (laughs) do you recognize that it's a really common relationship dynamic for I think artists in general, very particularly musicians who are wanting to quote unquote go for it with their music. I think that's the phrase that most of us use. I really want to go for it, you know. I really am going to go for it. And it's a decision to go for it. I'm going to make up with music again. I'm going to, you know, seduce music back into my life. And the problem with these on again and off again relationships is we tend to forget that we are indeed 100% our part of the relationship. It's not 50-50, it's 100-100, right? And we sometimes see it's 50-50 and when we come together, we become this whole. And I think with your music, it's the same. And if we want to personify music, music will always give you 100%. The, the music part will always be there. Music is just waiting for you actually at the door and this volatile the nature of it I really hate to say it but it's a hundred percent on you it's not actually something about the music that's not possible for you or that doesn't work for you or that's too hard and so I want to unpack that today like what is behind this and what possible solutions could there be so if you're listening to this and you're really feeling that today then I'm so happy this has found you. And if this is sort of maybe sparking a wee bit of anxiety or a little niggle from the past, perhaps you're in the off again stage and you're listening to this podcast to feel a bit more connected. Just know that this is really normal and 
common. It's very, very common. And before I jump into the ins and outs of it, it, it does go to say that we're making our music in the context of of a society, of a world that doesn't promote this relationship. You know, most of the world is actually whispering in your ear, I think they're not very good for you. I think that music that you're hanging out with and having this relationship with might be a wee bit dangerous. I think you're actually being a bit irresponsible by spending all your time with music when you kind of should be spending it with all these other people, places, things. And so that context is really, really important. We have to remember that always and keep that at the forefront of our thinking, our behaviours, our just just knowing the context that the relationship lives in. So with that said, right, this on again, off again relationship, one of the symptoms I see from this is burnout because it's quite stressful. It's quite a stressful state to be in. If you're in this on again, off again relationship, it's almost like codependent relationship with music, where when you actually quote unquote go for it with your music, I don't know why I keep saying quote unquote, but when you go for it with your music, you really go for it. You'll maybe have a week, two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months, maybe even a year of what feels like hustle. And you'll be getting a lot back from that experience. You'll be feeling a lot of validation. You'll no doubt be seeing little indicators of success or at least of you know accomplishment in, in various places. So you might have been releasing music. You might have been putting together your music business. Maybe you want to write for Sync and you've written the album that you're going to now go and pitch. Whatever it looks like, it's it's probably going to feel like you're making some progress, but it comes with a lot of hustle. And so that's quite stressful. That's quite stressful. We very often feel really unaligned with who we kind of want to be in the world or or what we're doing is we're, we're like smashing a round peg into a square hole. You know, we're the square hole and we are, no, no, let's not say that. Let's say we're the round peg in this this idea of a music career or a music project or whatever it is, whether you want to make money or not, it could just be you wanting to release music. This idea of being a music artist, it doesn't fit the shape of us. And what we're doing instead of looking at that and saying, well, can I find a version of being a music artist that does fit the shape of me? We just try and change the shape of ourselves. And so that's chronically stressful. And that will lead to burnout symptoms. That will lead to things like cynicism. And when music isn't actually your bread and butter, you can let it go. You you can. There's there, The consequence isn't financial. A lot of the time, the consequence is a lot more emotional, a lot deeper, actually. But you, you maybe have been hustling for a while and you're starting to feel this kind of cynicism creep in, like, but what is the point? This is never going to work and it's hopeless and... I'm I'm not able to do it. They can do it, but I can. And you'll maybe even see people all around you with success and feeling jealous about that or or feeling, again, that cynicism of, oh, they must have known something I didn't know or have something I didn't have or have resources I didn't have. And maybe some of that's true. 
but does it feel good to to feel like that and when we are in this on again off again cycle this is us coming out of the on again cycle where we don't have all that they call it ganas in spanish we don't have all of that excitement and and we're not lit up about the idea anymore we have been ground down but again a lot of that's coming from looking at a version of who we need to be to make this work and not looking at who we are and how can we make it work from there another thing that I see really often is lifestyle so let's say you've got an artist who has a full-time job and has a family and has lots of other hobbies and things they love to do and has a a social life. That's a really full life to start with. But this one thing is missing. You know, they wake up at five in the morning. One of my members in my membership said this the other day. They were like, I wake up at five in the morning with these thoughts racing about I've not done what I want to do with my music. And there's a fear that I'm never going to do it. So you might have this really full life, this everything, all the boxes are ticked. You've got all these, like, you know, if your life is a pie, you've got all these sections that are scoring really high in fulfillment, but there's this one big gaping slice of the pie that's just missing. And your lifestyle is really full. The pie is packed full. And so we look at that or we don't look at that and we just try and cram music into the cracks. So we're on again, back of this on again, off again analogy. We're on again. Hello, music, come on in. It's like welcoming a new lover into your life, but you don't actually have any time to spend with them. You don't really have any time to see them. And you might moonlight it a while, you know, for the first few weeks. You might lose a bit of sleep and and you know, see them really quickly, catch an hour here and there. And then after a while, it starts to become a bit more of a hustle. It stops feeling so fulfilled. It stops feeling like a priority. It stops being so exciting and that's inevitable. These two aspects of of trying to turn music from a dream and a concept that lives in the cloud of your imagination and in the, the real desire of your heart to turn that into something that's real and tangible we really do need to look at those two aspects though the lifestyle is this going to fit into my lifestyle what current lifestyle do I have and is there space here for music and if there's not we're going to have to make a change and we're going to have to see that change as something that's worth making and not a sacrifice of something else so that we don't get resentment later on down the line. Resentment is another huge energetic shift from, yay, we're back on it, we're doing it, I'm going for it to, what's the point? I don't really want to, I don't have much energy, it's not worth it, you know, just let's, let it, let's let it go. Resentment is really powerful, but resentment's an awesome experience for information about our lifestyle very often about our lifestyle and our boundaries so those are the two things it's the lifestyle that you currently have if you're not actively 
making music, pursuing music, doing whatever it is that you feel like you want to do to be happy and to fill that big gaping empty pie slice, then something's going to have to change. And we quite often just don't even consider that. And the second thing is, and then whatever changes you do make, it has to be in alignment with who you are right now and who you are today. And a narrative that's super common and it's a narrative, it's an excuse, it's not a reason. It's, well, I don't like posting on social media. I cannot tell you how many times I've heard people say that and it is the biggest crock of bullshit I've ever heard. And I get it, right? You don't like posting on social media. But that being one of the reasons to let it all go, like that being the reason, that just means there's something not clicking right now. There's something unclear. There's a, there's a misunderstanding somewhere and there's a journey to, to be taken and some things need to change. The, another thing I, I hear from students a lot is that they don't want to change their lifestyle. I'm really happy how I am right now. I'm super happy. I'm super content. And my life's actually almost perfect. I mean, I've got everything I could ever want. To which I reply, so why are you here? <laughs> why are you talking to me? Is there something in there? And a lot of the times that's resistance to the the fear of, well, something's going to have to change and I don't want to rock the box. I don't know how that's going to look. And it might be out of alignment. It might lead me to burnout. It might lead me to getting stuck in this on again, off again cycle. And I don't like that. And so the solution for me is relatively simple and simplicity never means that's not powerful. Simplicity rarely equates to lack of power. In fact, more than not, it's the opposite. It's one of my words of 2024 is simplicity. Because when we get stuck and bogged down with the busy stuff and the vagueness and the misunderstandings and the lack of clarity, then we make things super complicated and it doesn't have to be. And so the solution to feeling like we're trapped in this on again, off again cycle and getting burnt out and feeling resentful and feeling, let's just be really fucking honest and call a spade a spade, feeling like we failed. And for many of us, we kind of have failed. I have failed so many times and it's okay to fail and it's okay to admit it and I'm not a massive fan and I'm in a I'm in another membership with an amazing writer called Amy McNee who talks a lot about this and I fully agree I'm not a huge fan of us minimizing failures and calling a failure failure is just a lesson I feel that is true and I failed and that's cool you know um for me anyway that really that works to appreciate that and to lick my wounds and to feel the sorrow and to feel that the the sting of it, but to also understand that this is part of the journey and that's cool instead of ignoring it. So to get you out of the, that whole cycle, the way I see it is bespoke has to be, we have to have a bespoke, clear plan. Now, the doing is not in the plan itself. And this is another trap that we fall into with the on again, off again. I'm going to get back into music and I'm going to make a plan. Yes, do it. Please, 
But if that plan is not in alignment with who you are today, if that plan does not take into consideration the current lifestyle you're leading and the potential changes that may need to be made to get you what you want, because what else is this life for other than expressing and transcending and exploring, investigating and following things that just feel like they're for us to get more information and take the next step. If it doesn't feel like it's in alignment and and you've not looked at what needs to change, then I don't see how that plan that you've made that feels good in the moment is going to help. However, if you look at this as a very bespoke to you, you, and I'm talking to you, 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 specifically listener with your headphones and whatever your name is, <laughs> I'm talking to you right now. If it's not absolutely like, What's the word I'm looking for? I wanted to say hugging. That's not quite it. If it's not honouring the shape that your life takes, the words in your own vocabulary, the value system that you live by, the boundaries that you have and the boundaries that you would like to have that you don't quite have yet. If it's not, if this plan that you've made is you've done, you know, a 20 minute workshop by some dude who sells beats for a living who has a great music career and is helping you with yours but you don't sell beats and you don't maybe even resonate with the dude and maybe like the dude has just like a totally different life than you and maybe you have a whole bunch of other fucking shit like you know all everything that goes into your life or health or wealth or background or dreams or ambitions or or orientation or everything everything that makes you you like that has to be at some point touched upon for a plan to even have any chance of succeeding whatsoever and that's what I see so many musicians just get stuck now I think also it's not your fault because I think making these plans and making these bespoke strategic sort of like frameworks to start from that in itself requires a lot. And most of us, all of us, let's go back to the start of this episode where I spoke about context. The context within this experience that you're having is one where you've actually been told to not be a unique individual who has very, very unique experiences, thoughts, feelings, emotions, and wants. The only time you're being encouraged to be an individual is when it comes to buying things and ownership. That's the only time you're being encouraged to be an individual is when you get to hoard a resource like a house or land or food, you know. But all everywhere else in our lives, we're generally being spoken to in our society. And by that, I'm talking about big institutions, huge corporations and government. Like you are essentially just another number. You're just part of the crowds. You're just part of the masses. You're part of the public. And so what we're doing is kind of breaking all that shit down and really, really looking at what is it that you want that's aligned with who you are today, not who you will be in three years once you've got all your shit together and finally you'll be able to do it then. Like today, that's how we do this. And that, that, 
takes a lot of bravery, but it's an amazing experience. And then secondly, with your current lifestyle, your current lifestyle. So as I've been talking so long, my computers just went to sleep. So I hope that we are still recording there. We're still recording. So uh, dear music maker, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Coming up with this bespoke, clear and really aligned plan for you and who you want to be and how you want to live and what you want your music to look like. And and for that to feel possible, it's so important that it feels possible and it isn't this wild five years from now when I change it all kind of thing. That instead it's very real and it feels good and it's free from burnout and it's free from resentment and it fills in that part of the pie of that wonderful, beautiful, colourful, full life that you already have. It just fills in that last piece and it all works together. It's really possible. It's it's happening for so many people. I think people are really logging on to this idea of alignment, this idea of being able to understand the shape of your own life and instead of you having to metamorphosize yourself into another shape to suit the other, doing it the other way around. It's a wonderful experience and it brings you so much, such a sense of autonomy. It just feels good. And we're getting, we're essentially climbing the pyramid of the hierarchy of needs to self-actualization. And that is what I'm all about. I'm all about self-actualization, which which means living inside your full potential of whatever it is that you are, want to be, could do, whatever that is for you, that you feel like that's the space you're living your life from. That is a wonderful thing, a beautiful thing. It's making me excited just thinking about it because that's when you're just vibing with beautiful experience. It's also when we get, we can be really, really, really beneficial to the people around us. It's not that I don't think that should be our only reason because then we get into the whole people pleasing territory. I'm going to self-actualize so that I can do everything for everybody else. And that's not that. I don't think that's possible. We've got to help ourselves first. But when we do get there, you just, your light shines. Think of someone in your life who is there, who you would say, I feel like that person is just pure brimming to the top with good vibes, with light and love and they're doing what they love and they're doing what they want to do and they are, they're feeling good about it and they've got energy and they've got a full life. Look at that. Like, how does that feel? And people like that make our lives just more fun and peaceful and joyful. And if you think about it philosophically for a moment, if everyone made that priority to to help each other and themselves get to that space of self-actualization, this world would be in a radically different place. So I am here to help you, whatever that looks like on your journey. And as of now, as of this is January, as I'm recording this, but from February onwards, I have two new offerings. I have a one-to-one 
coaching container, it's between four and eight weeks. So you get to choose basically one month or two months where we work together to create this bespoke and clear plan to finally turn your music making into that priority, which means you're doing it often and not just a dream that you're reminded of in the kind of the dark wee hours of the morning. And we can do that in a lot shorter time than you think. We'll get really clear on your values, on how to align this to your life. We will unpack your lifestyle. We'll look at what is currently happening in your life that you're loving, that you want more of, and what do you not want so much of, and why, and how can we shift things about. This is a program that's for musicians who are wanting to get out of that on-again, off-again cycle, who are just ready to say goodbye to burning out over their their artistry. It's, this should be a place that we we reap more energy from, that we sow the seeds and we reap the benefit and the beautiful fruits of it. It's not without hard work, but it definitely does not have to come with resentment. And it's for musicians who are serious about it too, who are ready to invest into it, who are ready to invest time, energy, money, who are really committed to it, who are kind of at the end of their tether. And if you've tried a bunch of other things, maybe you've invested in a bunch of other things and none of it seemed to quite click, then this is for you. This is about us not, this isn't about this clicking for you. This is about us finding out what the fuck you need for things to click for you. So it's an absolute, like much deeper layer. And it's a mixture of coaching life coaching, which is where we get to unpack all this stuff and mentorship, which is where I come to you with my experience and knowledge and understanding of the industry and my skill set. And we look at how that information can help you. So it's a co-creation. We're doing it together and it's really, really exciting. It's called Elevate. We're starting in February, we're opening the doors to these four-week or eight-week programs and um, it's going to be great fun and my absolute priority with this particular program is to just get you into a place where you are feeling a lot more calm, a lot more peaceful, a lot less overwhelmed and you're out of that toxic on again off again relationship and you're into something more stable that is more healthy fulfilling nourishing and just full of the joy and the love that relationships should be so if the program isn't quite what you're ready for yet and you're just wanting to make a start on it then come and book a 90 minute creative clarity call and that's where we're going to still do a lot of this work we're going to pave the way If in the future you want to jump on the program, amazing. And if not, amazing. Because for some of us, we just want to get that quick start and we just want to run with it. So all of that's there for you. They are my new offers for the start of the year. I can't wait to talk to you. I'm sending you loads and loads of love. Thank you so much. Take care, be safe and stay radical. Keep making your music. See you soon.